Candice. Afternoon. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It is Friday the... What is it? 17th. 17th. Friday the 17th of July, 2020. What are we talking about today? Uh, I wanted to talk about... It's a big jumble of stuff, but it's all kind of connected. Kind of like, are you training or competing? And the mindset surrounding that. And also kind of the mindset surrounding scaling. Hmm. Just because we've been back in the gym. It's been a month this week, I think. It's four yeah, weeks. it's been, yeah, end of four weeks now, yep. Um, and a lot of people just saying things like, I'm not where I used to be. I'm having to scale this or my weights aren't what they were before. And I just find that really, and I know we've talked about it a lot, a really interesting conversation to have. Yeah, it is. Um, and also because you've been a little bit injured and having to scale back on a lot of things. Pull back a little. Um, which I know is tough to to kind of deal with mentally some days, so let's talk about that. Cool, and I think that's a good um, follow-on from last week, because we talked yeah. a bit about programming, a bit about scaling, a bit about why we program the way we program, mm-hmm. um, and all that sort of stuff, so it's a good little follow-up from last week. So... Let's talk about the difference between training and competing, firstly. Cool. Well, our good old friend, Ben Bergeron, mm-hmm. there's even like another one, there's the practice aspect as well, mm-hmm. training. Or competing, training, practicing. Yeah. Um, most of our member base should be training with practice. With a little bit of practice, yeah. Um, but a lot of, probably, <laughs> <All> of. <laughs> would probably be competing. And competing means either what against themselves, like, like old benchmarks, yeah. measurements against themselves in the, in the past, or competing against their homies in the gym, yeah. competing against uh, earlier time slot. They look at the scores from the yeah. earlier time slot and trying to compete against them and beat people that they love. And mm-hmm. <laughs> So when really they should be training. Yeah, and so what's training then? What's the difference? So, well, training in my eyes is you've got to be focusing on moving well. Yeah. The most. The most important. Yeah. So if you're, and, and also not only just moving well, but you like you're, like a lot of the time I know from actual competitions, like you sort of lose your brain a little bit and yeah. that's what it's supposed to be like. Yeah. But when you're training, your brain should be, like your mental should be, should be actually thinking ahead of it. Yeah. And it, your body should be catching up to yeah. you where your brain is each yeah. step. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, competing is like, I'm going from this into that into that. But you see that happen in the gym, like people are like almost like their eyes are glazed over and they don't even know where they are and what they're mm-hmm. next going to and they'll mm-hmm. like cut a shitty rep just to be able to keep up with the rest of the class or yeah. keep up with their friend or whatever it is when really they should be like if you don't hit that rep the best you should be okay let me just redo that focus on what I'm doing yeah. and yeah and why why do you think people do that why do you think they go to that like competing mode instead of the training mode I think it's sort of built into us in a way like yeah. I think people don't want to like, it's just the whole, like, they don't want to come last. They don't want to feel inferior inferior to their friends or their community at the gym. And they don't want to feel less than or especially if they're measuring against an old benchmark or something, mm-hmm. they don't want to not beat it, which, shit, man. Like, I can't even tell you how many times I've gone up and down with, like, lifts. Like, even now, like, my back squat, I think my back squat right now is approximately I haven't haven't tested it speaking of that 1RM stuff that we talked about last week I haven't tested it in a long time but I reckon based on 
how many reps I'm doing, like for or how much weight I'm lifting for a set of five, for example, I reckon my one RM would probably be within two kilos of when I first started CrossFit seven years ago. And I think that's, you know, talking about that training and competing stuff, you can't compete with yourself in a different phase of life. I know mm-hmm. we talked about this the other day, like when you first started CrossFit, you had no other worries you didn't have a family to look after you weren't up with a kid all night you weren't trying to run a business like you could focus solely on training but you can't do that right now exactly so it's not fair to expect yourself to um, be as good as you were or as focused as you yeah, were exactly. and I know because priorities are different but I know if we flip the switch and we were getting ready for a comp that would change again yeah. like you would be mm-hmm. but I think that's something that the people in our gym struggle with a lot you know like oh like six months ago I could do this I'm like yeah but like what else is going on in your life right now that wasn't there six months ago and I think we're a women's gym so we're a little bit different yeah and what like why does it actually matter like in the scheme of things like as long as your like like your lifts or your um one mile like your mile time or um how you feel doing pull-ups or how many pull-ups you can do in a row in a workout if that's gone backwards a little bit, like what does that actually matter? And tests are just that. They're one little snapshot of time. It doesn't doesn't tell you the whole story. Yeah. Like if you're like constantly focusing on those, um, all the other factors and you're, you know, trying to, like you're trying to move forward in life and like you said, you've got other stuff going on in your life. Like if you're consistently training three to five times a week, you're trying to get as much quality sleep as you can. You're focusing on making good food choices as much as you can and all of that sort of stuff. But, like, you, you're you more stressed at work for you've got, like, a deadline coming up for something and um, you, I don't know, rolled your ankle a month ago <laughs> and your mile time's gone down because of that. Like, that's okay. Like, yeah. you, your health hasn't gone backwards just because – one little little thing like just one tiny thing and that's just one part of your entire life and it it shouldn't do what it does to people where it just like slumps them hard and you can see it they just look so deflated and defeated like and it's like it doesn't matter yeah I agree what matters is just showing up and like doing the best you can with what you have right then and there it doesn't matter if like you know the best you have is not what the best you had six months six years ago yeah but that's okay like it might be better in the future it might not be it doesn't yeah. matter as long as you're constantly trying to you know work on you not to mention that back squat I'm seven years older now too not that by any means am I old yeah I can't, I can't be using that as a crutch but like if we look at like fitness over time like that's that's a PB in itself yeah <laughs> and like that's all stuff that I think our members need to think about when they go to retest to work out and they don't do any better there's many reasons why that might happen not just the fact that they aren't fitter there's just other stuff going on Mm. so that's training and competing what's practicing then so practicing is low 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 to no heart rate Mm -hmm. (laughs) um you're dead (laughs) so not bringing in any um you know breath work like you shouldn't be tired or fatigued from moving and it's like super focused work. Like you're working on something that is like, let's just say someone um, loves cleans. And when they do a 
um, power clean off the floor, it's less than what it is from a hang clean. Mm -hmm. There's something not wrong, but there's a technical breakdown yeah. somewhere. So they need to practice their first pull on their clean. Mm -hmm. And that would be with nowhere near a load of what they, you know, can do mm -hmm. um, for a normal clean. Um, and probably not the, nowhere near the speed. And it would just be lots and lots of repetition work with absolutely no heart rate involved, focusing on like that specific movement pattern. And so like practicing is the thing, if you're wanting to do a skill, like the amount of people that say they want to pull up, that's what they need to do with that practice, like low heart rate outside of class, spending five minutes a day working repetition. Yeah. Like me and my handstand walk, right? Yeah. Like that. That's what I did in ISO. It's been a long, it's been a long couple of months. <laughs> you know, like it's always been a like a little defeated mind part of my training, this handstand walking. And like even today, we did it today and I've gone backwards. <laughs> but that's okay. Like yeah. it's never like your progress in training and in life is never going to be linear. It's mm -hmm. never going to be a straight line from zero to a hundred and slowly going to get there day by day or year by year. It's never going to happen. There's going to be all of that. Everyone's seen that little meme. Perfect. It's like success. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the path to success, what people think, and it's this straight line and then like what it actually is that goes for everything. And if you think like, you know, parents will, will see the same thing. It's like, as soon as you think you've got your kid figured out, they, they, they get older <laughs> and you have to figure out a new way to do shit. Yeah. And it's the same with training. Like, and I think the thing that people forget is the most important thing with like CrossFit and what we're trying to do. Well, not the most important, but something to just like really take a step back is the, just the foundation, like focus on the foundations and you are never done. You are never, you have never got the perfect squat. The squat's never going to be good enough. Never. Ever. Ever. <laughs> but I think that's, you have to earn the right to compete. And I think that's, um, I'm not saying compete in a competition, but you have to earn the right. You have to practice enough to move well enough to hit something at intensity that leaves you on the floor. Like I think that's a progression that sometimes people forget. They just come in and work, which is great. But if you don't have those foundations there, you haven't put in the time and effort to kind of get to that next spot, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's super important. Definitely. The practice and the training rather than the, the competing like laying on the floor dying at the end but all your reps looked rubbish yeah and I think that's like that's a um like a long term long time crossfit thing mm. from when it first started mm -hmm. like the like the people that were the athletes they just got movement well because they came from another sport they had another background yeah. so they just got it really well but then it was so like crossfit was so accessible to everyone and it made people that have never been athletic feel athletic and they loved it so they have never had that competitive mind of understanding the foundations of something first. They just yeah. wanted to gung-ho and just smash it out. And that's obviously where all the injuries and all that sort of stuff happen as well. But like like you said, you've got to earn the right. And earning the right is like you have to train. You have to yeah. practice and then you have to train and understand. Like if if we're coaching you and we're cueing you on something or you need to pull back on something, that's not because you're going backwards. Yeah. Because we're trying to draw your attention to the thing that you need to train and practice more. Yeah, that's not a backwards thing, which we often, or like we do every time we train as well. Like yeah. We have to practice the, the movements or the, the patterns that we want to get better at. Yeah, and I think people 
again, going back to social media, like all that people see is people doing amazing lifts and doing all this cool shit, but you don't know that that person hasn't scaled that that day. Or, you know, I think it's really easy to look around and go, oh, like I have to scale today, but she's not scaling and she's not scaling. But just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. Yeah. So I scale all the time. I scaled my weights today. I scaled the workout today because my movement didn't look good and it didn't feel good. So I had to pull back. And I know that you did the same as well. But it's not advertised to the world. So people don't realize that it's happening. Yeah. I think it's really easy to get caught up in that. Um, that pattern of like, oh, I'm injured or whatever, I have to scale, I may as well not do it. Or like, what's the point of, yeah. what's the point? I know that you've been through that a bit with your ankle yeah. and shoulder and <laughs> all of the Just things. all of it. <laughs> Recently. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think people do that. They, they like, especially women, they mm. overthink things. So they'll go, okay, here's where I was, here's where I am, this isn't working. Yeah. As in, here's where I am, it's not where it should be based on that straight line progress that I want. I'm not where I want to be. I'm still, you know, this lift is maybe less than or still the same as this. But you've probably had a massive PB in terms of technique. Like, Mm -hmm. your technique is probably 75 times better than what when it was when you lifted the, you know, the ugly squat to begin with or something, you know. So people don't take all of that stuff into consideration. And especially women, they go, oh, no, not where I am. This yeah. is this is sucky. I quit. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with this. Finished. And that's the same with scales. We don't, we didn't, weren't planning to talk about scales today or anything, but women do that with scales. 100%. They go, this is where I was last, like, two weeks ago, and now I'm fatter. They say I'm, I'm fatter now. Um, when your relationship with gravity is just a little bit more this week. Yeah. I'm not putting on fat in a week or two weeks. It takes much longer. So many considerations and factors to... That's that's just for another one. We'll talk about that another time. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about scaling Mm -hmm. now, um, which we've already kind of Such a dirty word. Such a dirty word. (laughs) Firstly, what what does Rx mean and where did that come from? So Rx is the prescribed... um, Let's just say like there's a workout on the board and that's a prescription in terms of weight, um, the movement or whatever it is. That's that's what the prescription is based on that. Um, it's usually for like a like a I don't want to say high level, but it's made for someone who yeah. who can RX things. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's not an easy feat in in most CrossFit workouts to be able to RX um, workouts. So. There's that um, – a lot of the time it's a lot, a very out of reach for a lot of people, which yeah. is okay. Yeah. But why, do we, why, do we, why do we still use it then, do you think? So we've talked about this a lot, whether mm. we should be putting an RX weight up. I'm just – we've not practised this, so I'm putting her on the spot. Mm. Why do you think we still use it? I think it's – I still think it's, like, it's a really good way to understand the intensity – what the desired intensity is for the workout. Yeah. So um, what's a good example of a workout? Like Fran, let's uh, say Fran. Yep, or Grace, yep. Yep, Grace, Fran. Let's say Fran. So Fran is um, pull-ups and 30 kilos for your thrusters. So we know how long that workout should take between. Um, it should take definitely less than 10 minutes. We'll always time cap it at around 7 to 10 minutes mm-hmm. for our class. Um and for an elite, it would be anywhere from like two to three and a half minutes. Yeah. Um, for closer to elite, like 
you're aiming for like three to five minutes would be really good crossfitter. Um, but anyway, you want that intensity. You want it to be a sprint. And having that weight there, you know that that's what it should feel like. That's how long it should take. So we know that that's the desired stimulus for that workout. And we want people to be able to um, use their where they are right now to scale to their yeah. current ability. Yeah, and so as coaches, we use it as a bit of a guide. So we know doing an RX should feel like this, take this long, therefore I think you're about here, this is the weight that you should do. So we use it as a bit of a guide, yeah. yeah pretty much. Yeah. Um, we've talked about it a lot, whether we should use it or not. Yeah. I still think it's good to I, have Yeah, and I think, like, I honestly believe, like, majority of our members, they understand, like, I don't want them to ever look at it and go, well, that's RX, I better do 10 kilos less. Yeah. I don't want them to ever benchmark and go, well, I'm not quite there yet. But, like, they seem to understand that, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't make you less than. It doesn't mean less than. It doesn't. But it, yeah, it's a good. It's a good way to um, understand where you should, like what what yours yeah. should be on yeah. that day. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then so why is scaling so important? Ooh, injury. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think um, that we don't let it happen at Contessa, but it can definitely happen. People go, oh. That's the RX weight. Better, you know, better do it. Or yeah. like, especially if there is those people that go, I always go five kilos under RX, and yeah. <laughs> you, that should never be a thing. You can't always do that. Um, yeah, I think the risk of injury is far too high when people um, don't yeah. scale. Um, also, the you're not hitting the desired stimulus. So, if if you could do thirty kilo thrusters for Fran and you um, can do pull-ups, but you can only do three in a row, and the workout takes mm-hmm. you 20 minutes, then you, like, you didn't understand the workout. Yeah. You didn't, you you the didn't get it. One. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, I just, I never want people to feel like they're being a problem or they're annoying or anything. And I think that's a woman thing as well. They're like, I don't want to annoy you, but, but, um, yeah, I think it's super important that we're, teaching about scaling because everyone has to scale and it's purely just so you're getting the best out of your workout and not to like this definitely happens as well um and like it's hard to control but people will see what someone else is doing in the classroom at that time and go oh if she's doing that like I shouldn't be going this way like if she's only doing 25 I shouldn't be putting 27 and a half on because Mm -hmm. she's only stronger than me but like in what like you can't benchmark yourself off another human Again, the amount of variables in a day that can happen to another human. Like, if she's normally stronger than you on everything, maybe she was up until four in the morning with her kid that was sick. Like, mm-hmm. she might just feel like you can't benchmark yourself off other humans and what they're doing on that in that moment. Also, she might be stronger on you than deadlifts, but you might be stronger than her on cleans. Yeah. So it's irrelevant. Yeah, like, it absolutely. doesn't make sense. And we had a big focus for us as coaches this week on um, on scaling and making sure that everyone's been very mad about it. <laughs> that we didn't tell you what to do for your weights. We um, gave you the stimulus. For example, today was you should be able to do 30 plus at that weight. Go and pick your weights. And like that's you've just scaled yourself, which is awesome. So we're trying really hard to put the onus back on you as an athlete to learn where you're at and what you're capable of um, and not relying on the coach to do that for you every time. Yeah. Which is, I think, really important. Definitely. And we, and we love being a little bit more than what coaches are normally, you know, Yeah. we love doing that, but we also want people to be able to go on a holiday, visit a CrossFit gym, 
and know that they're capable of choosing their own um, their own weights and their own scaling option for that day. We yeah. don't want them to to re- completely rely on us for that. Yeah, that's been pretty cool. Like, everyone, honestly, has been pretty spot on. Yeah. They've picked. I've been super surprised Yeah, that what they've picked is exactly what I would have picked for them as well. So that's awesome. It is really good. Learning, hey? Learning. Learning. What are some of the things we've got coming up soon? Oh, well, Many we've got things. our little nutrition seminar mm. going on. That's only a couple of weeks away, which is really exciting. But before that, actually, next week we've got our CrossFit Kids classes starting. Yeah, Monday, Wednesday. Yes, term three. Han and Vicky. Kicks off next week. Yeah. Um, nutrition seminar. Then we're going to have a little nutrition, not challenge, challenge, reset, whatever you want to call it. Um, what else? Yeah, yeah that's... Oh, and yeah, our lifting and with Rizzo. Weightlifting will be coming up yeah. the month after that. Mm-hmm. So what is going on? What's the things? All of it. Anything else? I don't think so. That's a pretty good one. That's a short one. 20 minutes, mate. Knocked it out of the park. Enjoy your weekend, everyone. Candice is going to learn. She's going to do I some am. learning this weekend. Crossfit learning. Crossfit learning. So she'll come back and be like on fire next week. So watch out. Which is great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next week. Not going to get a word in. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.